Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding that it drove you to break the rules and stay up all night? To keep reading, keep listening, keep playing? So good you forgot your life and lived there? So good that the moment it ended you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more, and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television, even games. One of us does an in-depth research on our topic. One of us is familiar with the topic. And one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and will be addressed for anyone coming into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. All right, guys. I am super excited because we're going into comics again, but this time we're going to be talking about DC. And we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about the DC comic universe, but we did spend a lot of time talking about comics in general. We talked about Marvel. So we're just going to do a quick catch up on kind of what DC comics is in general. And then we're going to be talking about the Hulu or not Hulu HBO uh, animated movies. There's a whole 16 movie universe that is really well done. 16. Whoa. I didn't know it was that big. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun. And that's all across DC. It's not just like one character. Oh, it's all across DC. Okay. All right. So uh, we're, we're going to dive in a little bit, just basic comic stuff. So DC Comics, um, you, you got your Batman, you got your Superman, you've got your Cyborg. Not many people know about Cyborg. He's not as mainstream. I recognize I don't know. Him. I, feel, I feel like he's become more mainstream. Like he was in Teen Titans and then HBO's got a, a I don't know if they're Teen Titans or just they just call them Titans. Uh, uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah. So I feel like Cyborg's been making uh, a lot more headway maybe in the last 10 years. I guess you're right. Um, I just, I don't know if he's as big as Batman and Superman. That's true. Like, Batman and Superman are, I mean... They're some of the oldest comic book characters that are still around doing stuff when you say superhero like usually the first thing people think of is one of those two characters that's that's very fair which Which is uh, funny because batman they they make fun of sometimes in in the comics and yeah shows is he doesn't he's not a superhero so well but i mean like i think the thing is with batman is it is his mind right like we see him as an action hero a lot of times but his biggest contribution is his intellect his ability to lead, his ability to solve problems. We saw in Batman versus Superman. Batman encounters a man who is a god among men and finds a way to fight him, right? <laughs> and wins. Like he poisons him and leaves him in the bottom of a well. <laughs> Batman embodies just man's ability to find a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. even though they may make fun of him because he's got no superpowers, like, when he puts his mind to something, Batman solves the problem. <laughs> he uh, has super grit. Oh yeah, he has super grit. He he has that. Uh, I, I don't I don't even know how else to say it. That's perfect. He has super grit. Yeah. 
Batman is the embodiment of man, and and Superman is the embodiment of Boy Scouthood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just the just unblemished symbol was kind of his thing. Um, and then you know there, there there are other characters that are less, and I'm using air quotes here. You can't see it, but less well known. Uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be we're going to be talking about them quite a bit as well. And then there's even more that, that they'll go into your, your, your third stringers as far as like Catwoman, uh, mm-hmm. who are some other superheroes in this year's green lantern, green arrow. Um, I did then, not know green lantern and green arrow were in the same universe. Yeah. Black, uh, black canary. Uh, they've got a host of super villains. Who's black canary. She is a superhero that can scream really loud. Oh, oh, and, okay. oh you've also got Flash in DC. You've got you've oh, got Flash. Flash. He he's another classic one. I can't believe we didn't say Flash. We're talking well, about I, like I, didn't, that I wasn't worried about episode. saying him right now because he's the second half of this episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I figured we would definitely touch on him at some point. Yeah. All right. But there, there's way more to talk about, but I figured that's kind of just the set, the tone. This is the universe. If you don't know these people, great. You're going to. Yeah. But you probably know a lot of them just, just from listening. We're going to dive into the first movie in the HBO 16 movie bundle. Okay. So then let's uh, let's talk about the Flash and, of course, the Flash Flashpoint Paradox or Flash Paradox? Flashpoint Paradox. Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. The DC Animated Universe, also known as the DCAU. Oh, okay. So nice and easy to remember. First movie is the Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, that is the first movie in the animated series. That's why you watch that one first. Oh, that makes sense. I was, I was kind (laughs) of like, I was like, I wonder why I picked this one. You know, Uh, you know, the Superman and Batman are the bigger names, but that makes sense. Like it's the first, first one in that that universe. Okay, okay. So before we dive too deep into it, Joe, what'd you think of it? I liked it. Uh, there's a concept. So I, I think we need a, so, so there's going to be some spoilers. So this is definitely after you've seen it, or if you don't plan to see it and maybe want to dive in under one of your more preferred characters. So the basic plot here is uh, Barry Allen, who is the, the this, that is the iteration of the flash we're on in the flashpoint paradox is Barry Allen. If you're not familiar, there are multiple flashes throughout history and in different universes. Barry Allen's mother dies when he is young, and it's something he really regrets not being able to do. He was just a child, so there wasn't anything he can do. But he is aware that he can move through time. And so he decides... By running so fast? Yes. Yeah, so so in the beginning of the movie, you mm-hmm. see the Justice League fighting us, a host of villains. Yeah. So you'll see it, it's really nice because um and, and and you'll learn about this in our our intro to DC episode. But each hero has their own catalog of villains and so they're all up against them so you can kind of see the hero and their villains and they're all fighting um and and you you get to see Flash and some dialogue there and you'll meet Reverse Flash. So he'll yeah. come in as uh Flash is pinned up against a wall by other villains mm-hmm. and you know, you, you'll meet his real villain. Cause he has all these, you know, B class villains beating him up and, and stuff. And then reverse flash is the iteration. He's 
the opposite of Flash. So is this like the Injustice League? No. them? Okay. Just wondering. No. So Flash is he you you see his 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 alter ego, not alter ego, but his his reverse, his opposite. Mm-hmm. And you you get to see this guy and I'm going to, I'm going to start over. (laughs) So, okay. So I'm going to jump through just the major plot points. So Barry Allen regrets the death of his mother. He decides he's going to move through time and change that event. He figures it's a small event. It won't have a big impact. So he goes back, he saves her. And then the world he comes into is massively changed. Mm. Um, So for one, he no longer is the Flash. Yes, you know that's that is a huge one. He is no longer the Flash, so that he cannot fix what he has broken. So Number he two, loses his powers. Yeah. Yes. Number I mean, two, uh, when when he's watching the news, he sees that Aquaman, his Justice League compatriot, and Wonder Woman, another Justice League compatriot, are at war. So the Amazonians, mm. which Wonder Woman leads, um, and all of uh, Atlantis, so basically all of the water realm, right. are fighting. Yeah. Mm. And it is a war that is destroying everything in the world. So what okay. he decides to do is he goes to his friend Bruce's house, mm. also known as Batman. So he goes to the Batcave. Yeah. When he gets there, everything is different. It's still there, but now there's guns on the wall. It's yeah. a little bit darker. Oh, and, and he's he so never confused. develops the code of I don't kill. So he's very confused. He's like, Bruce, what happened to you? You were supposed to be the unbreakable one. And then this guy comes up behind him, Batman, and starts beating him up. And it's not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, it's a different dude being it Batman. It is Thomas Wayne, Bruce's father. Oh, so in this world, in Bruce, Bruce as a boy is killed in the alley, and his father mm. becomes Batman, but he doesn't mind killing people. So, one <laughs> other important note here because it's so gorgeous uh, his mother becomes the Joker because yeah. seeing her son die breaks her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. Thomas Wayne is now Batman with guns and kills, mm. and Bruce's mom becomes the Joker. The Joker. Wow. And, and and they still fight like cats and dogs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. cats and dogs. In okay. Moving through the big plot points here. So eventually Flash tracks down uh, reverse the reverse Flash. And he's convinced he has done this. He went back in time. He broke something. So he's got to get that knowledge out of the reverse Flash. Uh, so he gets his power back with Bruce. They're, they work on it. He gets it back. And then they start trying to figure out where the world broke so they can fix it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they track down the reverse flash to get him to tell them where what he changed in history. And the reverse flash doesn't change history. So he's from the future. And so he knows more about time travel and different things like that than uh, Barry Allen does. Okay. And in their conversation, it's revealed that when you manipulate a piece of time, it's like throwing a rock into a into water. Right. There's where you hit it, the splash. But then there's ripples that just roll out. 
Mm-hmm. And, and eventually touch everything. And so eventually, so what happens is even though Barry Allen only saves his mother in his past, it changes like the events of World War II, like all mm-hmm. kinds of major events throughout history. Massive uh, butterfly effect. Yeah, are changed. Like even the events, like I said, be- long before Barry Allen was born or even maybe his mother was born, events change because of that ripple effect. So w- we're dealing with three separate timelines here. Okay. We have the first timeline before he changed time. Yeah. We have the one uh, that is most of the movie. And then when he fixes time, he goes back. But that's still not the same timeline as the original. Mm. So things are still slightly different. And that kind of kicks off this whole DCAU. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, This is the event that kicks off that series that we're getting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, this is a dark series too. Like, there's some crazy stuff goes. I've seen like one or two other movies in the series, and it's like, like crazy stuff goes down. But uh, my favorite moment in the Flashpoint Paradox is when uh, Barry Allen realizes that to stop everything that's happening, he needs Superman, and nobody knows what he's talking about. Oh no! Right? <laughs> like, who are you talking about? Be like, he is an unstoppable god. What do you mean? Who am I talking about? <laughs> nobody knows. So then um, he goes to where Superman was supposed to have been born and raised and crashed. And it's nothing there. So they then they get cyborg to like track down all kinds of secret government stuff. And they find this facility then down in the basement is Superman. He's just skinny as a rail, wildly unhealthy. And like they've been trying to experiment him on stuff. And uh, Batman is just like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. It's like, look, like, like this guy is dying. And be like, and Barry's just like, he just needs sunlight. He just needs the sun. <laughs> and, uh, so they bring him up into the sunlight, and he doesn't change from being sickly and stuff, but he does get his power. <laughs> oh, but he's still ill. No, he just looks really sickly and unhealthy. But he gets oh. his. But once he gets the the rays of the sun on him, he he gets his his abilities back. But okay, right. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a crazy moment when they're like, "What happened? Where is he?" But like the government scooped him up when he's a little baby, and because the facility was deep underground, he never got exposed to sunlight. Uh huh. And 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 so he's kind of withered and sickly down there. Yeah, it comes back up. The body is still worn. He doesn't reju- rejuvenate to yeah a healthy self. He's still. Yeah, well, that's in, the dark in a caloric deficit for the past 20 or whatever years. Uh-huh. Whereas yeah. Superman that you know has been in a caloric surplus. Right. Surplus. Yeah. Getting yeah. sunlight and food and love. Yeah. When he but, gets extra hungry, so, he flies yeah. towards the sun and soaks up more rays. Yeah, it goes takes yeah. a nap in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. You so, see in this uh movie you'll see characters not as you would expect to see them which is really interesting Mm -hmm. so you'll see hal jordan who is the original flash okay and he or not the original flash sorry the original green lantern yeah Yeah. original green lantern that's what i meant and but in this universe he never becomes green lantern he's still an amazing pilot but he never gets the ring yeah, so so you see him fly an alien spaceship, but that's all he does. 
So did he still make contact with the Green Lanterns? And is no. fighting for them or not really? Like there's a moment where he like finds the I think at the it, he finds the ring in the episode, but he like hasn't been the Green Lantern before and we don't see him turn into it. He just well, he doesn't find the ring, it like gets found. Oh, it gets found, yeah, because I was like somebody does find the ring, just they don't okay. become the Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. So and so the ripple effect of time I thought was really interesting, and then of course I really enjoyed the whole Superman storyline. That was really cool. Okay. Like, what happened friendship. if the government found his craft instead of the Kents, <laughs> and and then kept him underground? <laughs> yeah, never to see the sunlight. Yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, Aaron, get go ahead and cover your big points here. Okay, so oh, let's uh. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll go into Aaron's big, big takeaways and points from the series. Sorry. All right. Okay, so we have been mentioning at the end of our episodes recently about the treasure room, how, as Aaron likes to describe it, in the floor we go deep into things, but in the treasure room we kind of go wide. And we wanted to give people who have never been in the treasure room uh, a little bit of a sample. So going forward, we'll probably be uh, putting in little bits and pieces here. So here is a small clip uh, from the treasure room. We hope you enjoy it and are interested in uh, learning more in there. So the moment I'm going to change is if Eli's messing with energy, one of the famous moments before this is the invention of the steam engine. However, the steam engine is invented by a guy named Thomas Newcomb, Newcomen, and his steam engine is so inefficient that no one will use it. So steam engines are invented and everybody's like, that's garbage. We're going to keep doing things this way. Mm-hmm. However, uh, 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 is actually, I think he was an engineer and music professor named James Watt sees this and says, this doesn't work, but the idea is incredible. And so he tinkers and he tinkers with the steam engine until he makes it efficient. And this launches the steam age and the industrial revolution. James Watt never tinkers with the steam engine. All right. So, so far we've been getting into the DCAU. Um, that's animated universe. And you're starting out with the Flashpoint Paradox. And uh, it seems like a movie, but also an event uh, where Barry Allen uh, goes back in time to save his mother and ends up altering the timeline quite a bit. So in 2011, the comic version was written. So this was okay. based off the comic, and then the movie came out in 2013. Oh, so it's wow. based off the comic. That moved fast. Very yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, so he goes back, saves his mother, creates a massive ripple in time, and butterfly effect comes back, and just to a darker, worse world, war-torn between Wakanda and Atlanta. Uh, Amazon and and uh, Atlanta 
uh, oh, Marvel sure. wasn't able to send anyone over to DC <laughs> time for this fight. It's my bad, my bad. <laughs> or it's my bad. I'm supposed to be teaching you. The Amazonians. Yes. And the Atlanteans. All right. Um, there is a reverse flash. Um, so actually, let's get into reverse flash real quick. Okay. So yeah. Re- reverse flash is from the future. Mm-hmm. And what makes Eobard Thons, this name, so strange and such a cool character is he originally was the Flash's number one fan. Mm. And so he created the same situation that made the Flash fast uh, Mm. to, to himself so he could do it too. And he basically originally became the Flash's enemy to push him. Mm, okay to, you like, could create be better. a better villain right or right, hero. right 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 to create a great hero you need a great villain yep yeah the the stronger that the heat or the harder the forge whatever whatever the saying is uh-huh. the, and, the hotter so the forge the stronger the steel yeah the harder the strong the stealer the forge so <laughs> that that's where eobard thon reverse flash comes from and okay. he is super intelligent. And real quick, how, how do you create Flash-like abilities? What's that situation? So Flash, uh, Barry Allen, yeah, worked uh, as in a, as a forensics officer guy, specialist. So, yeah. Yep. And so he worked with a lot of chemicals and all this kind of different stuff. And so when he was in the lab uh, working late one night, there was a lightning storm, and it, it hit. And all of that stuff concocted together mm-hmm. created Super Speed Boy. Okay. Okay. And so now he is connected to the Speed Force, which is like, imagine being able to, we've talked about cyberpunk, being able to tap into the, the net at will. Mm, the Speed Force technology. isn't just being able to run. It's actually like its own source of energy. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I, I think one of the really interesting things here is uh, we talk about. So in, in physics, we talk about things like uh, the weak force and the strong force. But among the forces of physics is is the one we're probably most familiar, which is gravity. Right. The interesting thing is we call it the law of gravity or the force of gravity. But if you actually read what the law of force is, it's really just an observation. Right. That's what mm-hmm. it breaks down to. Uh, a consistent observation. A consistent observation, right? Uh, mass is attracted to mass. The greater the mass, the greater the attraction, right? That is the law mm-hmm. of gravity right there, right? We don't actually understand how it works or what it does. And so the laboring of the speed force is essentially the same kind of thing. They've taken a, a principle of physics, whereas we label an observation as a law or a force. The speed force is essentially whatever force it is that enables Barry Allen to do what he does. And within that observation, they recognize that there's a limited amount of it that can be tapped at any one time. So Mm. if the reverse flash and flash are together, neither one is as fast as when they're alone because they're both pulling from that source. source. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's like electricity. Yeah. 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 At one point, you're going to throw a breaker. Yeah. Like you can only pull so much power if you're plugging two big things in and they both go to their limit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's Eobard Thon. That's, that's the flash. That's, that's all that. 
So then let's, let's get into some other stuff that I thought was fascinating for Joe. Um, Joe, you're a writer, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know about the hero's journey? Yes. You know, the, all yes. that up and down fun stuff. So the flash goes back in time and hasn't seen his mom since he was like seven. Mm-hmm. And he saves her. And, and then he realizing that saving her doomed other people, he'd still have his mom. But because it doomed society, he decided to go back and effectively not save her, letting her die. He undoes his actions to prevent yeah. this massive change that happens. Yeah. But he has to live with that. He, he mm. to some degree, killed his mom. That's rough. And, and so, you know, you talk about the hero's journey and oof, it's, it's, it's a rough one for my guy Flash out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He does have to make that, that choice, that sacrifice. Um, it sounds like he, he did create his own uh, unknown journey, right? Like, like his own danger, you know, he yeah. did it unknowingly, but he is the one who created it. Yeah. He, he creates the, the problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's what? its origin because he didn't understand time travel. Right. He thought I, if I change something small, there will be some ripples, but it won't be huge. Whereas, uh, you know, as Eobard Don points out, be like, no, no. You can never change something in time. He says, because it will roll back even to moments before that, changing little things, but they might be important little things. Yeah, but Eobard Thon says it really creepily and sadistically and joyously because yeah. he's happy yeah. about it. So, and well, I mean, it's exactly what he's doing. He is messing with time just by being here and going against the Flash, right? He's already messing with his own timeline. He doesn't care. Mm, I see. Okay. So the only reason Flash is able to accomplish this task is because of Batman. Yeah. So Thomas Wayne Batman. Because he gave him back his powers? Because he helped him get him back yep. his powers. He, mm-hmm. he was the only one who he had all the resources because Batman, as we know, is he plans for everything. Mm-hmm. So in this universe, Flash needs a resource. He doesn't understand the universe. He doesn't know what's going on. So he needs someone as a guide, basically. And so as they're working together, uh, Flash and Thomas Wayne Batman talk and Thomas Wayne learns about his son becoming Batman. And so at the end of this movie, uh, Thomas Wayne gives Flash a letter to bring to Batman. And most people know Batman. If, if you know Batman, you know how stalwart he is. Mm-hmm. He is the unbreakable one. Mm-hmm. No one can break him, no matter how smart, how strong, whatever. He's, doesn't Bane do it once? Breaks his back, <laughs> but okay. he doesn't break his mind. And yeah. that, that's like kind of going into Batman more. But it's such a beautiful scene when the Flash brings his letter, that letter to Batman, and it's titled To Bruce. Uh, Batman actually takes his mask off to read it because uh-huh. he doesn't want to read it as Batman. He, he wants, wants to read, to read it as Thomas Wayne's son. Mm. And as he's reading it, you see tears fall on it, which is just Aww. so beautiful because Batman has these strong emotions, much like Geralt the Witcher that nobody really notices or acknowledges, mm. but it's, it's so cool to see. 
Nice. Nice. All right. Sounds like there's some tear jerker moments in this one. I I, yeah, so. It is interesting to see the alternate world they, they built. It's really cool. So that alternate world was basically a what if. Yeah. Right? Because that is how they kicked off the, the, the next 15 films that are in this universe. And so the next one we have coming up is called Justice League War. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you caught it, but at the end of see, I, Paradox, I, I did not. There is a small scene. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I can tell you that right now. I didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, so you'll you'll see these creepy little bug creatures with like neon green on their on their edges coming out of a portal. Nope. If you've seen the Justice League movie, you'll remember them talking about Dark Side. Ooh, we got Dark Side. That that's the answer. It's, it's it's his minions coming through. Okay, so. That that's that's what we're we're hinting at for for the next movie. Eli, you can now watch the first movie. Joe, Justice League War. All right, all righty. Um, thanks for joining us. Okay, what is our treasure room question going in? If you could run back in time, oh, what would you change? And change one thing. What would you change? And then my my offer to the other people is you get to add one thing that would ripple from that. So Joe, you get to pick something to change but me and Joe or Eli both get to pick something that would ripple. Yeah. Something and change on top effect. of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. See you there. If you enjoyed this episode and want more on the topic, we record a special treasure room for our patrons after every episode in the regular episode, we go deep in the treasure room. We go wide to enjoy the bonus content. Sign up at the fluorite level or higher there is a treasure room for every episode from august 2021 and on that's double the content two episodes a week instead of one go to www.patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore that's floor spelled f-l-o-r-e select the fluorite tier or higher immediately after each episode is released the treasure room will post the bonus audio on patreon They are identified by the tag Treasure Room After and the title of the episode. You can also do a search for the keywords Treasure Room and find all the content you've been missing. Thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Tell us why you like listening to us. Is it our awesome deep dives? Is it our amazing back and forth? Is it our charming good looks? What would you like us to add or change? You can put that in the review as well. We read reviews. Yeah, and if you're going to be leaving us a review telling us what you like about it. Maybe you even want to share the content with your friends, uh, like, and share on social media. You can join us on Twitter and Facebook. We post memes and we actually started a discord. So come play with us. So uh, a lot of the worlds we cover have a retcon. Uh, if you're not familiar with that term, it's reconstruction, or sometimes we might uh, use a bad source for some of our lore research. And if that happens, uh, feel free to email us at floorfantasyandlore at gmail.com. That is floor spelled F-L-O-R-E, fantasyandlore at gmail.com. And if you're angry enough, we'll read it on the air. <laughs> yes, we will. Also, the treasure room is now available. We have locked a few secrets for everything we cover in there. And each week... We add more. And uh, you can find the treasure room on patreon.com 
backslash floor fantasy and lore. And how do you spell that, Aaron? That's lore with an F at the beginning. So it sounds like floor, but it's not the floor you're thinking because it's our floor. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your time on the floor. Uh, think about your favorite part of the episode. Now, think about your nerdiest friend. Who is it? What is their name? They want to know about the floor. Stop holding out on them. Go and tell them about your favorite part. Because all of this is more fun together. <laughs>